Christmas. That is, without a doubt, the best Christmas song out there. And if there's a better one, I haven't heard it. It's not Mariah Carey, and it's not yeah. Bing Crosby. And it's, it's not, not Wham! Last Christmas? It's not Wham! And it's not that awkward um, Bing Crosby and David Bowie, a young David I Bowie. I love that song, like, yeah, I but love that song. When he's like, he's like, David, come, come sit on my lap and play the piano. <laughs> And he had just done like Ziggy Stardust. So he looked, you know, he had, he still had that weird do from the early seventies that he was sporting. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's good to be here. Uh, what do two Jews do the day before Christmas? It's, it, you know, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I want, everyone always asks me what I do, you know, well, actually, I guess it's Thursday. What I do on Christmas, I basically do nothing on Christmas, but um I, this is, I still love it. I mean, I, this is a great time of year. Uh, for me, the fact that I'm healthy, a couple of years ago, I pulled my back out on Christmas um, and was in the emergency room. I remember uh, that. The fact that I'm not going to be hopefully on a stretcher going down my stairs this Christmas is a good thing. Wait, you were on the, there's the, there's a call from Charlotte. Yes, I just unplugged it. Ah, I'll call you later. The show, I was taping. I'm taping the show. Yeah. What, yeah. Did you, what, you were on a stretcher? They had to stretcher you out of the. Yeah. Hallway. Yeah. So I couldn't get up. I mean, I literally was in the, the hallway and I could not get up whatsoever. I mean, I would have had to sleep there all night and probably still not been all right. And that was one of the most painful things in my life, I, I must say. And it just never came back, huh? It hasn't come back. It hasn't come back. And I've seen a couple chiropractors in the past, including Dr. Toby Scheicher and Dr. Kurt um, Ross, and they've been good to me. I think a lot of it is just, I'm bad. I sleep on my stomach, which I know is horrible. What are you, 11? Who the hell sleeps on their stomach at this age? <laughs> yeah, I still do it. I still do it. Um, but, and, <laughs> I, and, 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 I have, and I have good dreams, too, you know? Yeah, you have, did you say good dreams? Good dreams, yeah. Good Man, dreams. I mean, I, I think I would rather like have someone tickling my feet while I'm trying to sleep sleep on my stomach, you know? <laughs> oh, the worst. Um, yeah. But I just, it's so funny you say that because, you know, for a long time, the only way I could sleep was on my back. And, uh, yeah. and just recently within the last, and I probably did this while I was sleeping. I just never realized it. But now consciously, I realize that I sleep on my side yeah. about 30% of the time now, which is nice to change it up a little bit. I think it also works. Let's be honest. I have my own bed. Now, if you're sharing with someone and you are married, so hopefully you're sleeping in the same bed, you have to be able to share. And I'm not a sharer. And I guess, you know, I guess uh, that's a problem, you know, and that's where with this, with the, the face forward, I can just throw myself into the middle of the bed, you know? Oh, it's so uncomfortable. I can't even, oh, oh I don't like anything touching my stomach, nothing anywhere near me. I don't like it. Yeah. Now, are you, a, are you a dual pillow guy? Are you a tri-pillow guy? I do. Oh. So sometimes I'll shift from one side to the other, even though I'm in the middle and, you know, it's always comfortable because I like to watch uh, television in my room and I'll, I have three pillows and what I'll do is I'll stack one on top of the, 
the side pillow and I'll watch like my news and my sports and my Hogan's Heroes every night at 10. And, you know, it's just, it's just joyful. It sounds like a blast, man. It sounds yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You go to bed at 10? No, I said I watch Hogan's Heroes at 10. Last night, I think I was in bed at about 12, 1230. I was watching the, uh, the cast of, you know, they had the Facts of Life live with the, uh, uh, different strokes on channel six they had adults playing the characters of i missed that i was so yeah, yeah. jennifer aniston played blair and kevin hart played arnold which is funny because kevin hart's like 40 years old and he's playing arnold um <laughs> the sad thing is like everyone on different strokes the main cast is dead except uh todd bridges he's yeah. like he's, sort of, he's chubby and he's bald i mean it's just not, not a, not, I mean, I don't think he looks that bad. Remember how bad he was? Uh, he looked, I mean, he, they, he, he looked, was all coked out. Remember? Yeah, he was, he was all coked, coked out. out. So I would have thought that he would have died. Yeah. And the only reason when Mr. Drummond, uh, uh, Conrad Bain died is because he was in his late eighties, maybe early nineties. Right. He's a but good the, man. The kids did not uh, do well. They had no appearance by a, someone playing Dudley. No Dudley in the. No Dudley? Uh, no what doubt. about uh who is the creepy molester guy yes. who worked at the bike shop? Mr. Mr. Sweeney or something? I didn't realize uh as a kid how uh upsetting that episode was. Like yeah, man. That is and and supposedly the real Dudley had been molested in real life. I don't oh, know shit. if it would yeah, like someone in his family did because he was on like a a radio show about 10 years ago when I was living in Virginia, uh the Don and Mike show, I think, or something. And he, you know, Dudley was was not only playing the character in life. I think he might have been molested after the show later on. But he was, you know, he was Arnold's best friend. And uh, there was also the, I hate to say the white kid. I forget what his name was. What was? Oh, it? yeah. The dude with the bowl haircut and the red hair, right? Uh, yeah. He had, he had like a long face, that dude. <laughs> what was his yeah. name? And yeah. he, was, he was cool because he was dating the girl in the wheelchair on the show. Uh you know, it's funny. He and Sam, uh, the kid, uh, you know, that kid, Sam, who was, who was, yeah. clear, they who brought was, him was in at the end. Danny Cooksley. He was the cute oh. factor. He was, he was just really doing the cousin Oliver from Brady Bunch thing. He, you needed a cute young kid because Arnold was already like 25 playing, right. like, playing right. like a 15 year old. So you and needed to bring in a white kid. Like, right, like, right, right. Well, you know, they had it. They had the diverse family anyways. Kimberly was at Eastland. I can't believe I'm spending this much time talking about uh, the Facts of Life crossover from, you know, different strokes. And that's how that's how the Facts of Life appeared. Because remember, Kimberly was in uh, the school, Eastland school in the Facts of Life. But then she came back and was a character on different strokes. Yeah, I just thought it was kind of a weak move to bring in a white kid. Like I, I just I don't know. I just that kind of bothered me. Well, well you know, Mister, but now it does. Now that I think about, it. but listen, we don't have to get caught up in that. No, 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 no. Mister Drummond yeah. fell in love, and there was like the whole Universal Studios episode. The fact that I remember this pretty frightening. Yeah. yeah, beautiful. Um, so uh, we start off with my favorite. Well, give, give me like your three, your three favorite Christmas songs. Um, so, okay. I like, uh, the, the Judy Garland one with, uh, I was meet me in St. Louis, which is have yourself a merry little Christmas, which has okay. been covered by everyone. Um, right. 
I do like the Wham song. It's cheesy, uh, but I really do like it. Uh, and I like Boys to Men. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Matt Reagan posted something on Twitter last week, and I commented on it. He posted this top five, and he actually had Wham, I think, as number one. Um, yeah, a lot of people like the Bruce Springsteen song, which is really Santa Claus is coming to town just with him. Good. But he's just really just ad-libbing things in there. Is it really yeah. a different song, or has it yeah. been covered by everyone in the world? And I like Michael, Michael Bublé's stuff, too. So and Mike practicing up on your saxophone. Down what about you? What are your, is that one of your favorites, the Bruce No, Springsteen? I can't. I laugh at that one, actually. No, number one is the one we played, the U2, uh, Baby, Please Come Home. is my favorite Christmas song, and it has been for probably 30 years. And then... Uh, do they know it's Christmas time? By Band Aid. Yeah, that's which that's is crazy. I'm glad I I would have had to have that in my top ten because that is a classic. I guess that was the winter fall winter of 1984, if I'm correct. Is that right? I couldn't remember if it's 84, or 85, but yeah, that's right yeah. around that time. Yeah. Um. So that was on my list, and then uh. They used to play it all the time, and I never, I haven't heard the song in, I don't even know the last time. The Eagles did a Christmas song, uh, uh, Please Come Home for Christmas, um, and it's awesome. And speaking of Steve Rosen, the birthday boy, shout out, birthday happy boy. Birthday, I don't know if he Steve. listens to our show, really, um, but I hope he does, and I hope he has a happy birthday. But that song, he and I used to, like, love that song, and I never, ever hear that song anymore. So that was, those are my top three. And then my others were, I'll give you just my other three were, um, uh, the Johnny Mathis, um, that, it's that, beginning that, to think. Yeah. It's beginning to feel. A lot no, not it's beginning to look, it was, uh, let's say, uh, I think it was that one. I don't know. I, now I'm forgetting sleigh ride. That's what it was. Sleigh ride. Yeah. Johnny Mathis was on there, and then um, Christmas in in Hollis, which we played last week by Run DMC, and then my number six song was. Have you you've heard the Jackson Five? Mama, I saw Mama kissing Santa. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so under underrated, I think. But so that's my top six. You like Kenny Loggins' uh, "Home for the Holidays"? Do you like that song? I don't know that. What's that? Can you sing it? Home for the holidays. Da 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 da. You, we celebrate you home. You give you one more time. I think it might be called Celebrate You Home. So, this may be the greatest show we've ever done. Yeah, already. man, I get to sing a little bit. I get to sing I a little bit. It. I mean, you got to have some absurdity in this COVID times. I mean, every day, I, I do want to send a shout out to my niece, Rachel, who does have COVID right now. Oh, no. She yeah, she's recovering. Unfortunately, she missed a trip to Florida last night because she's in isolation right now in quarantine so yeah she got it with this new omicron up in new york city um so hopefully you know i know last night she was going to sleep early so i think she has a fever um but thank you i i think she just feels like you know these folks with mild cases in the sense that they have sort of a little bit of the flu that you know the goal is keep keep you out of the hospital and keep you safe you know and and keep right. you alive and well and I just had an argument with um, vaccinations yesterday and I will never get one again. I wasn't even meant to be an argument. 
but uh, you know, it is what it is. And I, I, Hey, I want everyone to be alive and healthy. That's my, that's my uh, opinion. So, yep. And it's good news. They just announced, I think this morning that they right. approved the Merck. treatment. Yeah. The or, Merck. yeah. And then they have the uh, Pfizer too. So that's mm -hmm. two drugs that have been approved for people within the initial stages of COVID. So that's yep. really good news. I just saw that today too. Yeah. And um, uh, you hope that doesn't uh, preclude people from getting the vaccine or getting boosted. Cause I think yeah. that that's a, per I just think that's a bad decision, but um, you know, at least that's we how do people have, are, yeah, yeah, you're right. And at least we do have, geez, I look really terrible. Um, but at least, well, no, we you look mildly handsome with your stubble. I, I can't, to, no, I get, I need to shave this or shape it or something better. It looks, terrible. I can't have a beard. I mean, I'm just, yeah. it, nah, uh, you're just look at yourself and you're just like, man, I just look terrible today. You know, I, I, I generally don't do that, but you know, yeah, well, that's good. Good for you, yeah. man. Keep that confidence high. So, so what, uh, so let's talk, man. Let's talk sports. I mean, I love yeah, let's talk sports. Uh, well, oh. last night I watched the armed forces bowl on ESPN. I was one of five people watched army defeat Missouri last night in the armed mm -hmm. forces bowl. I think the most interesting thing was I looked at how much the Missouri head football coach was making $4 million a year. And he had wow. had only one head coaching job before this for a year at Appalachian State. So he's an SEC guy. I couldn't believe it, though. Four million bucks a year for one head coaching job. And he was an average coach at best. But supposedly yeah. they have a good recruiting class. Um, so that's what I've been watching. I've been watching some college basketball. There's been a lot of cancellations, obviously, mm -hmm. in sports. Um, so let's talk about the absurdity of the cancellations. Um, you know, obviously they're being done for, for good reasons, but in the NHL, the NHL has postponed play up until I think Christmas being over. I don't know if they're going to extend it past that to the new year, but what's happening is they are no longer going to have NHL participation in the Olympics, right. um, which makes me also wonder if it's not just going to be NHL participation. Are there going to be other athletes that are going to be sitting out of the Winter Olympics this year? Uh, based on COVID, so it, it's a hard question, right? Because I think the NHL originally they had planned to take a break over the holidays. I think it was 25th through the 28th, so they backpedaled that a little bit, and I think they started on the 22nd, and they're now doing a break for which I actually think is I actually, if you want to know the truth, I think all sh sports should maybe take a week. Uh, well, maybe just, during that week gathering period, you know, where families get together, because that's really, I mean, the the real absurdity is in the NBA. I mean, I don't know if you know, but Joe Johnson was signed. I saw that. Played in three years, was actually drafted by the Boston Celtics going back in 2001. And he, was he drafted by the yeah, Celtics? He was, okay. and then he had been later traded. Uh, but I mean, so. He was, he was drafted and first time playing with the team in years last night, scored two points, I think. Lance Stevenson is getting another shot in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, Nick Stauskas is getting Nick another Stauskas, shot. Nick Stauskas, former Sixer. He's still only like 28 years old, so he's not old. Crazy. But I don't Crazy. know if he's been playing in Europe. I'm sure we'll see some other recalls. The G League is, you know, I'm glad the Sixers actually – have Paul Reed, have uh, Jaden Springer. They got these guys that are in the G League, Aaron Henry. Uh, although I got to see some of these guys play 
against the Celtics, and it wasn't pretty a couple nights ago. The Celtics are, 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 you know, it's just like every team are hurting. The Sixers were hurting. But the Sixers had a big win on Wednesday yep. night. And I know it's still only December. But Joel Embiid is showing you why he's the leader of this team. He made a shot from the corner on Wednesday night that was absolutely amazing. And that's why it still is painful that this team is only 16 and 15. And it comes back to making the right trade for Ben Simmons and and hopefully that being the appropriate trade you know who are we going to get uh you had the Deontay Murray rumors are out there still and and it'd be curious to see how much COVID affects the trade period this year um if a lot of teams will actually stand put because they don't know what the health of these players are going to be um so, you know, and there's injuries going on in the NBA right now. Anthony, is it Anthony Davis is out for a month. So the Lakers look like crap. Uh, these teams that we thought were going to do well have, have obviously not, you know, uh, the Knicks are, the Knicks play like crap. I mean, Trey Young, I think is out, right? In COVID protocol right now? Trey Young is out, yep. So we won't see Trey Young tonight. Because I know the six see a lot of guys on that Hawks team. I think they have quite a few guys that are going to be out. So there was because there was even talk of whether they're going to be able to play tonight. Be able to have you know. Um, I know uh, Danny Gallinari, Green. Gallinaro is out too. So Gallinara, whatever his name is. Yeah. So and 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 Danny Green is out, but I think we still have the required players yep. um, to make it tonight. So um, so the Sixers Hawks play tonight. I, I, again, it's going to be a lot of bench players playing. And as a result, I think we're going to be missing out. And Bede will play tonight. He doesn't have a game tomorrow. The Hawks actually are supposed to go up to New York and play the 12 o'clock matinee with the Knicks. We're missing a lot of players anyways. And then we're supposed to have five games tomorrow, which could be missing players. I mean, Kevin Durant is not playing tomorrow, right? Are you talking about Christmas Day? Yeah. Chris, oh, Christmas Day Saturday. I apologize. Mm-hmm going to be some really games that were up on the you know the the board that they're not going to have many players that's usually the nba showcase uh christmas day not going to mean a lot this year it's not going to be the same but nothing's been the same with covid right i mean that's that's part of the the frustration with this thing that keeps you know keeps going on right and so the couple things that you hit on what I think that the NBA has created, it reminds me a bit of baseball with the, you know, you have the G League teams that are now really serving as these theater teams for which good. Yeah. the NBA, which is, which there's a, there's a degree of excitement to seeing these young guys and Hey, shout out to the blue coats, right. For yeah, winning doing the well, classic or whatever. Yeah. Well. yeah. So, and Paul Reed was B-ball Paul. So keep the man Springer and you know, yeah. 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 So give the man some, his props and, and maybe give him a little bit of PT, but uh, you know, the Sixers are down who they're down drumming. They're we, down we've got drumming. Miles Powell Eight. now playing for the Sixers yeah. from Seton Hall who actually, yeah. um, it was so funny. I read a tweet the other day and I watched that Celtics game it was great, but I, I, it's so funny. Uh, he shot a step back three and they were like, that was the last, the last time we saw step back three from a, Sixers point guard was, you know, when, I mean, you know, probably, maybe. 
Yeah, yeah, Marie. I don't even think. I mean, or it was Johnny Dawkins, maybe. That's the name. Johnny Dawkins actually was a Dana Barrows, maybe. Um, Dana Barrows, yeah. That's right. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, the shot you're talking about with Joel was that step back. Jumper. Oh, it was amazing. It was, it was I like mean, the, the most ill advised shot I'd ever seen. And it was so perfect. Yeah. I mean, right. I mean, and what, what did he drop? 41 and 19? Something like that. Yeah, 41, yeah. I believe. And he's Five still, six, and he's still coming back from COVID himself, which is, you know, mm-hmm. that's, I hate to say the best thing is he's very unlikely to get COVID again so soon. So, you know, that's, uh, you got him at a right time. Um, but the NBA is suffering. And also their showcase on Saturday is going to be affected by the fact that the NFL has two games on Saturday too. Yeah. But also, I mean, the NFL, you see these numbers and I think I'm not a scientist. I know you're going to be shocked to hear that, but I think some of these like numbers that you're seeing are, I think these are folks, I mean, one, this is obviously uh, a more transmissible disease and we know that uh, a, a variation rather than Delta. But I think also, I think that there's clearly a delineation between you're vaccinated and you're boosted. And I, yeah. I, I do believe that. And so I think a lot of the players. And a lot of what I, what I heard, a lot of these guys took the only the one dose of the Johnson and Johnson, which mm-hmm. is even greater risk. But go ahead. Yeah. So I think some of these players are probably vaxxed and maybe they aren't boosted. You know, I don't know about you. I still wear my mask everywhere. Um, I don't wear really, it everywhere, but I do wear it quite a bit still. I yeah. do wear it every, you know, quite I, a bit. I wear mine. Yeah. Everywhere. Um and so, I, you know, I think this is part of just where we are right now. And yeah. I think we're going to we're going to have to get through this. I, I, I think what the NHL is doing is smart shutting down. I, I for the NFL, for selfish reasons, this is a really tenuous time. Right. I mean, we saw that the Eagles games, the Rams game, the Browns right. game had to all be moved because of COVID. And we are in the stretch run. I mean, this is it. This is the sprint. Right. This is the, this is the last quarter poll to make the playoff. Sirianni is out. I mean, right. Sirianni is out. Although he, he says he's, he's doing everything he can to get back. There's no way he's going to be able to coach on Sunday. No, I don't think so. I don't think the time doesn't allow him to, but this is really important now to, um, I, I think that leagues have to be careful, obviously put player safety first, um, which, which, you know, obviously we know how the NFL feels about that adding more games. Um, so, but you do have to put player safety first and think about this, but you also want to put a quality product out there. So if you have a team that just, uh, your team was, it's really like survival of the fittest in some respects, right? Like if your team is healthy and can stay healthy, um, there's also been an abundance of injuries this year in the NFL. So, right. um, uh, it sports, as we look at them are going to be very interesting over the next like four weeks. I, I think well after I think this so we're going to see a surge coming out of the Christmas yep. holiday and once we can get past January I think things will start to slow down again which I think will be a good thing I, I agree with you I think that I I I do think that it is probably going to get a bit worse and then we'll we'll start to turn the corner but I, I agree I, I'm, I'm I'm hopeful that by February that we will be in a better place. They're not, they didn't, they haven't done virtual schooling up there yet. Have they? I know. In no, New York, and I, and I, we've made it to the holidays, so we haven't had to do it. So I'm hoping that we will not have to do it because yeah. I think it is the worst thing for our kids. It really is. Yeah. 
as yeah. someone that's involved in education, I just think it doesn't take the place of a teacher. And I'm assuming the way you're mentioning it, you are doing virtual schooling again or? No. Well, I mean, we're not, you know, we're, we're just like everyone else. Look, we're looking at the everything minute by minute. So in our school district, I was really pleased by this, uh, that they are, they're continuing masking and they're doing that in a number yeah. of, of and then our kids will also be tested every Thursday, I think it is, um, okay. which, you know, is a volunteer thing that parents need to sign their kids up for. And to me, that's, that's another yeah. layer of, uh, information and i think that that's really important there's so, it's voluntary i'm assuming though and that yes, that yes, becomes an issue is that i think we have been doing testing or making testing available in the schools and just the number of participation up here has been abominable now we might it might change going forward um but um i'm, I'm holding out hope i think i'm i'm i think it's going to be a good 2022 I have to hope that way because um, otherwise small businesses like myself will not be able to make it. So I have to hope it. And I take it one day at a time. Um, on a less serious note, I mean, I, I would like to talk about the Eagles game. I mean, you were playing against a third string quarterback who didn't look horrible um, for the Redskins or the Washington football team. I was surprised to see them go up 10, nothing uh, in that game. And uh well, the Eagles came back, and uh, I'll tell you, Miles Sanders has been putting together a great couple games going forward uh, at the end of this year. I mean, he he does look like the franchise running back. It's interesting you say that. I, I, I don't love what I've seen. I mean, he looks good, but uh, he doesn't have that – you know who he kind of reminds me of? You remember Arian Foster? Uh, was a Cardinal. Was he Cardinal? Let's see. I think he was a Cardinal. He was also a Houston Texan for a really long time. Oh, okay. Foster. And so he just ran like, I, I could never figure out how he was one of the better running backs in the league, but that's who Miles Sanders just kind of reminds me of. Like he doesn't really have breakaway speed. He doesn't hit the hole hard at all. And yeah. he, he makes me a little bit crazy sometimes when he runs out of bounds and he makes these plays, but, but you're right in the sense of he has put together some, and he can't seem to stay healthy, but maybe, uh, who knows? But I think he is, I love him and Howard together, you know, because yeah. I think Howard, I love Jordan Howard. I don't, it's, it's he's one of those like weird players who I love and uh, just for no reason other than I feel like every time he has played dating back to the first time with the Eagles, that guy hits the, the hole so decisively and so quickly that he just, you know, whereas I, I feel like Sanders takes a little bit longer to get there. And so, but I think they're the, that combination and it's not like, I don't hear thunder and lightning all over again. Cause it's, that's not how they are, you know, like Jordan Howard's a pretty big back and to hit the hole as quickly as he does, I think is great. And, and Sanders is, is also a decent sized back, but uh, you know, I, I think the two of them together, what's going to be interesting to me is Sanders, I think is in the final year of his rookie yeah and Howard obviously was a sort of a sign up so right. the question is do you bring both of these backs back right in 2022 which is a good question and I think you unless you have Travis Henry or you know you even look at Dalvin Cook who's been hurt so much but is incredible when he plays but but I think what you're seeing is you need two backs you know um and and even Travis Henry is amazing. You want to hear the most incredible stat with Travis Henry? You may have seen this. 
running back for the Titans. Right. He was leading the league in rushing and he got hurt. I think it was on Halloween. Yeah. He has out been out since October and he's still fifth in the league in rushing. Isn't that yeah. insane? Yeah, he's been out for two months. Yeah. But 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 you know, point point being is that I think you do need two backs and possibly three though. Yeah, we found true. success running the ball. The offensive line has been playing so much better. Um, and I got another confession. I kind of enjoyed Tuesday night football. What did you think about Tuesday night football? I'm glad they won. <laughs> I'm glad they won. It's a, you know, it's the uh, is hurts your long term answer. It doesn't really matter at this point. Wait until the end of the season to figure it out. You know, Gardner Minshew, Gardner Minshew is not your long term answer. So maybe hurts is your answer. Um, and maybe you don't go after another quarterback. Maybe you spend another year with them. But it is nice to see them win, and they've got a short week here, and, you know, they got the Giants in on Sunday at 1. Um, I can't believe that game wasn't moved to Monday. Yeah, well, they said that if you did that, then you'd be penalizing the Giants, and then the Giants would be on a short week. And, and you know, you could have done that. You could have done that. But so a good point was made on the Eagles. Well, like but you're also penalizing the Eagles fans. A lot of fans, they can't go on a, on a Monday night at 8 o'clock. I mean, they can, that 1 o'clock on Sunday works out so well for people, you know, just because you've got work the next day and you can be home by 5 o'clock, you know. But I understand the argument. I, I definitely understand the argument. I think the Eagles can win this game anyways. I mean, I think the, the Giants are so wretched right now. And you know, Daniel Jones is, I think he's out for the end of the year. I mean, he's out for the season. Now, I mean, if you saw some of the highlights from that Giants-Cowboys game, it was awful. Mike Glennon yeah. was awful. I don't even know. Uh, Fromm is the starter this week. Big Fromm from Georgia is yeah. going to be starting this week. So, That's a name from the past there. Yeah, man. Exciting. They have tons of Georgia guys on their team. Um, Just not a very good so team right now. Channing Crowder, one of their linebackers, they have um, – Aziz Oljari, I think, is is uh, one of their linemen. They have a bunch of guys, um, but uh, but yeah, it'll it'll be the Eagles should win this game even without Sirianni. Um, the Giants are a beaten up squad, but the Giants are they they're still going to be tough. I mean, even they still and I know Saquon hasn't been Saquon. The problem with the Giants mm -hmm. is their offensive line is not very good and. Yeah. Um, but I think it's going to be an ugly, low-scoring game. I don't expect the Eagles to be particularly sharp. I mean, that that is a hard, harsh reality is you play on a Tuesday. Nobody plays on Tuesday. You play on a Tuesday, and then you have to come back. And I know Sirianni said yesterday. They took the day off on Wednesday, so probably, yeah. right? So today well, he, is Thursday. Yeah, he said they're exactly where they would have been, and I, he's going to say that. But, you know, like they, the Eagles had – three football games in the course of 13 days after being off 10. So that's a hard thing for your body to, and I don't think it's well, they're only done the one game. So they got two more now within 13 two more. Days. I know. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, is Landon Dickerson going to be, he's he on should be back. He should be, be back, back on Sunday. Okay. So yeah. That'll be good to get him back. Yeah. But, but uh, you know, your boy Sue Opeta played well in uh, Landon Donovan's his absence. I love how you and said my friend Sue Apeta. Was it Sue your boy? Your my boy. boy. Thought, yeah. So, uh, hey, yeah. Greg Ward caught a touchdown pass. I mean, like great grab. Greg, yeah, Greg Ward, man. She's in, I great. mean, yeah. Look, we know Jalen Hurts can't throw the deep ball, and they there were several instances of it, and that game yeah. could have been even worse if 
the refs didn't blow the whistle on that Goddard, that God awful Goddard like play where he kicked it, the ball. That was unbelievable. First of all, I couldn't believe the refs saw that because I didn't yeah. see that. And then two, we're so lucky that they blew, blew the play dead because that would have been another six for yeah. the, uh, for the Washington, Washington. the WFT. Yeah. They just get a name already. For I think it's like right coming here. out. I think they want to do it in like February or March. They said what they're going to be the Warriors. I read the Hawks. Washington Brigade. Is that one of the finalists? Yeah, Washington Brigade, the Washington Defenders, the Washington Presidents, which is the stupidest name. Wait, these are the these are the finalists. Yeah, they've got like eight eight finalists. They, no, I thought a couple they were military, for... and then they've got the uh, the Washington thought... Red Red Wolves, which I like a lot. Red Wolves isn't bad. What about I thought? And it was they had the Washington Red Hogs, which is a stupid name. Those yeah. hogs are pink. Yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know. I don't. I don't it doesn't make any sense. How can you have a red hog? I mean, I guess you can have a blue devils or a green knight. So a red hog, I guess it doesn't make that much. Doesn't really matter. Difference. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got another quarterback name for you. Last week I gave you uh, Mr. Carr, and this week I'm going to give you. Uh, Todd Hundley. Oh, from the uh, the Ravens. Yeah, but I don't know. There's a reason why he's a backup in uh, Baltimore. Now, you know, they came back. I was actually at work that night when they when they tied it up, and I thought of I I left the car because I like listening to the games on the radio, and of course I missed them missing the extra point. You know, the two point conversion, which is this is the second time John Harpo uh, um, Harbaugh. Harbaugh, I did this in like three weeks. I mean, this is, <laughs> this is bad news when you do that, you miss. I mean, he's got balls. I mean, I guess he's following the, the stats there. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is not the year for John. His brother's doing better this year um, yeah. over at Michigan. So, uh, yeah. So a couple, couple quick eagle points I just want to hit on, too. You mentioned yeah. Jalen Hurts, and, and I still think – I think you're right. We, we – I'm starting to think it's so funny because you read uh, the opinions on him are so varied because there are some people who are like, this guy is definitely the franchise quarterback. You need to build around him. I mean, these are professionals, right? These are analysts. These are people who do this for a living. And then there's a, a whole group of people that are like, no way is he the quarterback. He can't throw deep. He can't make these throws. He can't win games, you know? And, and he, it was so funny. It was like a tale of, of two Jalen hurts in that game, right? Where, he couldn't throw the deep ball. And even the deep ball that he threw to Goddard was a great play by Goddard. It should have been picked. He threw into double coverage. You know, he, he was thrown into double coverage a couple times in the end zone. I saw that and he had the fumble, but then, you know, he looked great running the ball. And then he made some, that, that throw to Greg Ward was a great throw. The thing that I've noticed about Jalen Hurts is it seems to me that he takes a while to read the defense not and maybe not the defense but he, he takes a while to get the ball to his receiver like if you look at like a lot of the great quarterbacks and maybe these are the elite quarterbacks but they throw the ball before the receiver makes their move because they're on the same page and they know where they're going I feel like Jalen Hurts doesn't do that I feel like he waits until they're open and Carson Wentz did this too I noticed and they wait until they're open and then they try to feather it through and and I don't know that Hurts has the arm to do that but I will say Again, and I said this last week, and I listened to our show last week. Our show was pretty freaking fantastic last week. I got to say, I was, I was proud of our show. It was a good show. I didn't realize it when it was happening. 
But was, anyway, it, was it over an hour? The previous one had freaking two parts to it. The two-parter. We gave it was we like did, over an hour and 30 minutes. Yeah. Well, this one, we'll we'll wrap this one soon, so we won't go yeah. that long. But, but here's the last thing that I'm gonna say about the Eagles is uh with Jalen Hurts, you know, it's uh if he gets us to the playoffs, and at this point, again, I don't think any of us saw us being at seven and seven. I, I think we're we said seven and ten, right? I think in the preseason we said seven and ten. Right. But yeah. we figured some of those games would be coming, wins will be coming now, you know. So seven and seven, and they certainly have an opportunity to win, I would say at least two of their next yeah. three, a good opportunity. And I think and they could the, even sweep them. I think they, they could, could sweep it depends on what happens. So Washington is playing Dallas this week. Let's yep. say, let's say Dallas kicks their ass. Who they will. cares what, I mean, they're not going to have much to play for. I mean, that's like one of those end of season games, which are right. completely insignificant. Um, uh, so we'll see. I mean, that game against Washington could mean absolutely nothing for the, for Washington when they play them in two weeks time now. And, and just like this Giants game could mean absolutely nothing for the Giants. Yeah. And we need the saints to lose. And I just saw that uh, Taysom Hills on the COVID list. So now they're starting Ian book. You remember Ian book from Notre Dame? No, I don't. That's oh, okay. He was quarterback at Notre Dame. So anyway, they're starting Ian book. So we need the saints to lose, but look, the Eagles are right here. And if, if, if Jalen Hurts can get us to the playoffs or even get us to the precipice of the playoffs, to me, I, there, there are far more places that your money is going to be worthwhile upgrading, i.e. receiver, you know, i.e. defensive side of the football um, with those draft picks, with that influx of cash that you're going to have, that cap space when Carson comes off your books next year uh, that I would use. And I think I, think I would hold on to Jalen Hurts for one more year. Um, and not make quarterback a priority. Now, if someone fell into your lap, that's a different story, but I would not make it a priority. You got to find another receiver to complement Devontae Smith. You got to shore up that defense and you got to get younger on the defensive line you, all throughout on the defense linebackers line, too, and, and the safeties and, and the, the yeah, DBs. Yep. But you realize we don't draft linebackers. We never drafted linebackers since Bill Burke. <laughs> I really want the Kobe Dean from Georgia, yeah. or yeah. there's a kid from uh, Utah who's, who's, uh, fantastic as well. So anyway, we'll, we'll dive into that. I'm sure during the off season, but yeah, for now we have Eagles football and it's meaningful football. And that's all you can really ask for at this point, uh, with a team that's in a rebuild. Well, I guess we have a Sixers team that we won't recognize half the players on this team tonight, like Aaron Henry, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Aaron Henry from Michigan state, right? Oh, he, I didn't know that. I, I mean, I have to say my knowledge of college basketball has gotten bad, you know, but um, I'll, I'll always watch like a CBS sports uh, game on their cable channel. And I'll watch like Mountain West basketball, which is pretty crazy that I will watch like a University of Nevada basketball game against Boise State. You know, Steve Alford is actually now the head coach of University of Nevada. So, hmm. yeah. How about so that, man? How about that? Throw that knowledge out there. Random factoid. Are we ready to go into what you're doing for the weekend and how? Yeah, and I just wanted to ask you one question because this is really a, a big one. You know, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, I knew this was coming because I feel like this is going to be a, a door opener to other things. Love Actually. Love Actually, which I followed do. by. Wait, I want to give you a runner-up. Was uh, It's a Wonderful Life. And what about 
What about you? My favorite was It's a Wonderful Life. Um, yeah. I do love Love Ashley. I saw like a poll last night. They had Love Ashley as the 60th best Christmas movie. Oh, and cool. I was like, this is such bullshit. The fact yeah. that you can seamlessly put 12 different characters together in a movie and have their stories work is amazing. And if you're interested, they did make a sequel to Love Actually. It's a 17 minute movie called Love Actually 2. It was made for Comic Relief Day a couple of years ago. It's wonderful. Um, only about six of the characters are in it, but uh, you know, I, 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 Kira Knightley was in it. That was like one of her first movies she ever yep. was in. And yep. you had every who's who of English acting was in the movie. And Hugh, Hugh Grant. Grant. You grant dancing and you know, yeah, so uh, yeah, that was. What, what about you? What like where does love actually fall on your scale? So it's in my top ten. I like It's a Wonderful Life. I like Scrooge um, with Bill Murray. <laughs> um, you like Christmas Story? Um, I've grown to tolerate it. It's it's interesting. I don't love Christmas Story. I I was watching it last week. I don't really get the love of it that that it has. Um, there are parts, I mean, from what I understand, Christmas Story is taking place in 1940. So maybe that's the disconnect, but um, I guess it's okay. I can't believe they show it 24 hours a day on a marathon. There's the night before with um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Seth Rogen and mm -hmm. Don Cheadle, which is pretty good. I never it's saw not, that. Wow. It's that's not one of my good. favorites, though. It's not, and then all, even Office Christmas Party, which is just an absolutely stupid movie. It has such a great cast. Jason Bateman, who's like one of my favorite actors, is in it. Jennifer Aniston, who's in it, who's absolutely beautiful looking in the movie. I can't believe I'm saying that because that doesn't sound so good. But she's in it. And uh, Kate McKinnon is in it. It's it's now it's on cable a lot. Um, I love I, Elf. I got to see that. Yeah. Elf, yeah, Elf, Elf is great. Elf is great. And uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I know it's very overrated, um, but I do like it. I watched it one day at work. I was playing a little hooky. I watched it this week. I'm a Home Alone fan. I remember seeing that with Biff in 1990. We saw Home Alone. Shout Just out to the Biffer. The Biffster. Uh, you know, I was a Home Alone fan. I mean, you know. He, he, Macaulay Culkin was actually cute at that time, and yeah, I, I know they made a new Home Alone movie this year. Which, they did, yeah, it, it like a straight to Disney Channel movie, and and uh, Bud, right, or is it Bud? The brother is actually in the in the movie as a police officer, playing himself as an adult. Oh man, wow! So, so those are some great Christmas movies. I mean, there have been some other ones that came out in the years. I know there's a. For all our female fans out there, I'm sure if I don't know if you're Hallmark Channel fans that there's always these Hallmark Christmas movies that just I I, I must confess that's such a category you just put all the female fans in. I know, and I shouldn't Hallmark say that. And but what do they do? They sit there and they stir their hot cocoa. <laughs> I haven't watched one of those with like uh, Alan, the late great Alan Thicke, and um, what's her name, the actress from Candace Cameron was always. Oh always, yeah. Yeah, and, and even uh, Danica McKellar has been in a couple, you know, AKA Winnie Cooper. So, so for our, our female fans out there, I I take uh, umbrage. I, I apologize on behalf of the Lev man uh, being chauvinistic and assuming that you sit around you and watch all Hallmark. watch Hallmark. 
Hallmark movies and uh, right. and Lifetime Channel movies for the That's Christmas. Right. And uh, yeah, so those are just a few of my favorite things. I don't really think The Sound of Music, although it's now comes out at Christmas, is like a Christmas movie. But mm -hmm. they now, of course, the big debate is, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I would say Die Hard is a Christmas movie just because it does take place. It's very well themed in the movie. And actually, Die Hard and Die Hard 2 both came out in the summers of 88, 90, even though they were both Christmas movies. I never saw Die Hard. Yeah. Are, are you are you shitting me? You've never seen <laughs> Dude, Die Hard. You had the same reaction 30 years ago when I told you I never saw Die Hard. I've never Die Hard is that. one of the greatest action movies. And to be honest, if it wasn't for Die Hard, I don't know. I mean, he modernized the action movie. So if it wasn't for Die Hard, you wouldn't have 90s cheesy action movies up until today. I mean, it was that good. Just like Jason Bourne modernized the spy movie die hard modernized the action movie back in 88 and mm -hmm. uh you know bruce willis before that was just a smart ass who was on uh, moonlighting and now we love bruce willis you know he's yeah. he's he's amazing but that's that was my i did because you started out with the song i always wanted to say what was my favorite christmas movie and um and also i never got a chance to say my favorite thanksgiving movie is set of a woman so I don't know of a Thanksgiving movie. There's I can't. Not that many. There's not yeah. that many. That's that's. That was a trick question, right? All right. Yeah. So what are you doing, man? Let's wrap it up. What are you doing uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day this weekend? What do you got cooking? Nothing. Nothing? <laughs> I mean, you doing, I, you doing I, Chinese food. Um, either that or diner food uh, this year. So uh, you know, I I used to belong to the JCC, so I would throw and work out. This year, I'm not a member anymore. So. Um, uh probably we'll just relax at home try and keep busy around the house doing stuff and uh yeah yeah that's saturday uh maybe watching sports i think last saturday this was amazing i did absolutely nothing i read the newspaper i guess that's not nothing i read the newspaper last saturday and watched television all day and it was the most relaxing day i've had in years so. Good for you, man. I love yeah. that y'all still get the newspaper. I think that's outstanding. Yeah. I, I, Only, I, and I don't mean that to make fun of you. I'd love the newspaper. You always loved, uh, were you a news journal guy or were you a USA Today fan? Both. Yeah. I love them both. Because, you know, you can't beat the news journal for your local coverage, find out what's going on. And it's I, I miss the old, USA the Today five hours, cross yeah. crossroads, like all the local, local yokel stuff. But then yeah. I like USA Today because it was colorful and uh they brought color to the newspaper yeah. yeah yeah and then i love the philadelphia daily news that for sports yeah yeah for sports that was my absolutely favorite newspaper growing up um, i'm going to put down the new york times i love their news but their sports section today stinks really sucks you mean today as in december no, like in, i'm just like making a statement on their sports section uh, today in the 2021 soon to be 2022 it's awful and it's like a shame because it should be the best sports, you know, you would think this, the best sports section in America, but it's not. Maybe they're not putting resources into it because they realize it's a, you know, kind of dying. I don't know. I, I, I journalism is not dying. Quality it's, journalism is. It's evolving. But, Do you find yeah. a lot of typos when you read stuff yes. online? And it absolutely drives me crazy. Yeah. If you're in journalism like you, 
or people in communication. I'm a copy editor. Call me. That's what I do. I offer my service. It is embarrassing. I'll be copy editor for you. It is embarrassing to put your name to something and have typos. And the fact that you don't realize it is sad or you don't think it's important. Take pride in your work because I read some of the most illegible writings I've ever seen. And I just, I can understand it. And I think the people are writing like they're speaking, which is the major problem. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's writing is a bit of a lost start, but I do believe that, look, we're all human. We all make mistakes, but it's always good to do two things. One, uh, if you're writing something, here's a little tip that you get for only on 1973. If you're writing something on a computer, print it off because when you print it off and you have a little, and I edit with usually a pencil, but if I have a pen, I'll use a pen. But for whatever reason, it's so much easier for me to edit a hard copy than it is a electric copy, electronic copy. And then uh, the other tip that I had was just send it to someone else. Send it to the Lev man, send it to myself. We'll send edit it, it to your you. wife, send it, it to your love. wife. Send, send it, it to, to your wife, yeah. send, it, send it to your boyfriend, whatever. Send it to, you know, whomever, the neighbor next door, who could be your boyfriend or whoever. Uh, but uh, send it to anyone, yeah. you know, get that editing done. Yeah, all right, so I'm gonna tell you about- What are you, do. yeah, that's, what are you doing for Christmas? You asked me, thank you. Yeah, uh, I was going to, I was going to. All right, so I, we're kind of like planning out like with sections and I think it's all coming together. So we're gonna do, uh, we looked at Christmas lights last night. We're going to go out again, do Christmas lights, and maybe or maybe not do Starbucks. My kids got it last night, um, Starbucks, which was awesome. My, my boy comes, we walk home. My boy, this has never happened in my entire life with my son of five years, five and a half years. He walks in and he goes, I'm exhausted. I'm going straight upstairs and going to bed at 845. I don't know why he was, I mean, they did have soccer camp, whatever. So that, uh, so we're going to go look at lights play Christmas music, all that stuff. And then it's actually going to be really warm here. It's going to be in the seventies over Christmas. Yeah. So uh, I'll go out on a run, play with the kids, but we'll watch movie. My mom's going to make a big Turkey dinner. We're going to have like Thanksgiving all over again for, for Christmas. She wasn't there. I've never done that before. Yeah. But she wasn't there for Thanksgiving. So it'll be good. I mean, even growing up, we never did that though. No, I, I, I just, I generally try and have a quiet Christmas. I mean, that's, that's for me. I mean, it's not, you know, I, I always, I love the music, but it's not my holiday. So, you know, but I do like the lights and I do yeah. like the, uh, but, but, you know, I just have a good meal. If I, yeah. if I don't pull my back out this year, that's, that'll be a great year. That'll be a great, that's a great sign. If, the, if um, your bar is really low, you figure, you know, you, you, you can't be disappointed, <laughs> right? That's right. We're your back support, but we'll do Chinese food. I think oh, we're going to try to see, uh, not go to the theaters. I think we're going to go try to see Sing 2 if we can do it on demand or, um, you know, how you can like see movies now that uh, they come parallel to being out in the theater. I don't know yeah. if Sing 2 is one of those, but have you seen uh, I've seen parts of Sing, but I haven't seen the whole movie. It looked good. It looked yeah. really good. So we're uh, watching Sing tomorrow and then we're going to watch Sing 2 on Christmas. That's the plan, at least. So. I know they're in, I think they're in Vegas, which is great. Because who, yeah. what do you need but singers in Vegas, you know? Singers That's, in Vegas. Did, did you see the new Spider-Man yet, by the way? I haven't. I haven't. Okay. I'm going to try and go it. today. But if I go, I'll go by myself and I'll sort of sit a, apart from people. 
Right. Um, and Don't my... throw your back out. Get, go to. Well, they're I, they're listen, wonderful. Those chairs. You know? I want you to splurge and get the fancy chairs where you can get the we, back support that yeah. you need. If I have to hear about you getting taken out on a stretcher on Christmas Day again, I do, can't handle do, it. Do you think I should go for the popcorn and everything this year? Shove my shove my mouth full of popcorn and the sixty four ounce. <laughs> Absolutely. Dive in. It's the holiday time. <laughs> That's what you do, man. You got you got to treat yourself right. Uh, they're always so cheap with the cheese on the nachos at the movies. Oh, Try, why would you me. get that? That's the I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's not quite as good as the 7-Eleven nachos, is it? Is I there... can smell that cheese just with you saying it. It elicits a response in my nasal Makes you sick, right? right? Makes you sick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, But that's, that's, it sounds like you're going to have a good weekend. I do want to wish uh, a happy holidays to your mom. And, and uh, I'm going to send a shout out to my mom. Happy holidays. Um, and the whole Levin family yeah and to your family as well and and I also want to so today is I guess it's December 23rd Third. and I guess we'll do a show before New Year's next week um yeah. and uh oh, maybe we'll, we'll put together a year end I'd like to do an, an end of year because I think we've been doing this since December and we just lost a couple shows in December but I think that we're over a year now though I thought we started in February. We might have, but I think we got to do an end of year show. Like we might, I might have to watch real sports and figure out what they do. Like stories uh, that inspire me. That's a something. good show. Holy yeah. shit. That is stories such a that inspire me. I'm glad that Bob Costas is now on HBO again. I like that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I love, uh, I love watching and listening to uh, NBA TV. I love NBA radio. Uh, with Brian Scalabrini in the mornings. That's a good thing about satellite is you can listen to these programs. Um, and I, I, I send a, to my friends at 97.5, thank you. Please come on our show one of these days. So um, Come back on our show, you mean. Come back on our show. And, and Mike Messinelli, we'd love to have you and Tyrone and, and Jen. <laughs> He'll totally do the show. You know, Jen's yeah. from Atlanta. I, I know that she likes country music. And I think I... Knew she was from the South. I didn't know she was from Atlanta. We were lucky enough to get her out of 97.3 in New Jersey in Atlantic City. Um, Is that where she came from? Well, her previous, she did the sports bash. So yeah. now we have her. She's she's actually better than Natalie because I think she's a lot more intelligent than Natalie. Is Was that the knock on Natalie? Like that she well, was I not? I think a little bit, a little bit of the knock was she wasn't the brightest, uh, the brightest yeah. ship in the sea. But Jen is wonderful, and she is from Atlanta, so that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. No, I always thought that Mike and um, Natalie had a, a strange chemistry, if you will. Uh, I, there's a French word for it, but I don't, uh, I can't quite remember. A je, ne sais, je ne sais quoi or something. Je ne sais quoi. I don't know what that means, but yeah, I'll take yeah. word for it. All right, yeah. I'm going to take us out, not with our traditional, but with the, the music. Maybe a little Bruce? No, Bruce, right? Uh well, Santa gonna, Claus is coming to town or what? All right, I, I was going to put the same song that we entered on. Should I? Oh, you no, to, do that. Do that. You want a different song? Wait, wait. What song did you say was your favorite? Uh, last, your favorite. Let's do a little Last Christmas by <laughs> Wham. Good one. Because that's just a damn good one to go that's out with. Because we can dance. Song. I hate that song. You, we can dance with who? It's a slow song. Okay. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to look it up just for you. you. You entertain the public for like two minutes so I can get this. I can play a Hanukkah song. Let's play, uh, uh, can we do uh, the Adam Sandler song? 
No, I got, have you ever heard Miracle by Matis Yahoo? Didn't do it, damn it. I know Matis Yahoo. You didn't know Matis Yahoo? Yeah. Hold on, let's see. Prime let's never see. Okay, <laughs> Prime doesn't believe in something. Um, well, you're not entertaining. Everyone's everyone's logged off by now. I will, I don't know, in Christmas you can count on me. Presents for you and me. Christmas Eve. (laughs) This is amazing. Uh, Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. And the very next day, you gave it away. This year, descended from tears. I've into something special. I can't hear. Is that the Jacksons? Make it louder. I can't hear it. Oh, I did. I really did see mommy kissing Santa Claus. And I'm going to tell my dad. 